You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of Legit Check. It's your boy, Yeezy Busta. And, you know, today we don't have a guest because nobody likes me and I have no friends, so we're going to be doing a solo episode. And, uh, you know, today I did something a little bit different. Today we don't really have a specific topic to talk about, but what we are going to talk about is kind of a little bit more about myself. I know I'm very secretive and most of my life is not public. It's mostly private. And I kind of like to keep it that way. Obviously, you know, I do wear a mask and, uh, you know, and still at the same time, I really want to be able to kind of tell you guys a little bit more about my life because, you know, I, I know you guys are curious. So, what I did was I posted on my Instagram, um, if you guys don't follow it yet, which I'm pretty sure you guys probably already do, but go follow me on uh, Instagram at YeezyBusta. I post stories every now and then for people to send me some questions, and uh, today I posted and I said, uh, ask me a question, I'll feature you on the podcast. So here we are, let's uh, let's get started. So um, the first question on here is actually kind of funny. Um, <laughs> shout out to you, uh, NMR1Theo. He said, are you cringe? Well, <laughs> I would say... Um, I guess that's up to you to decide. Um, so the next question is from I'm Noah 101. He said, where you get all those shoes? Well, I've been collecting sneakers now for like five plus years and I know I'm not super OG. I haven't been collecting sneakers since the womb, but, um, I've been collecting for like five years. I worked really hard for my shoes, you know, started a lot. I started mainly with just like Adidas and Yeezys and only a couple pairs of Jordans, and now it's kind of like pretty well balanced. I would say I, I might even have more Nikes now than uh, Adidas, which is kind of wild if you think about it because I'm Yeezy Busta. Okay, um, Gronklin uh, asked me, oh, that's a pretty clever name, asked me, what made you interested in shoes? So I feel like my whole life I've been a sneakerhead, but I, I didn't know. And the reason why I think that is because I played sports growing up. I played... I played soccer, I played basketball, I played tennis, and in any sport, or, I mean, I also, like, ran, and I was very active, I was always, like, um, I was an athlete growing up, and now I'm fat, but um, 
I always had the coolest sneakers on, no matter what. Like people always were like looking at me like, "Oh, dude, where'd you get those?" And um, I always had to have the freshest new Mercurials or Hyper Venoms for soccer, and then for tennis it was like Court Ballistics or the Vapor, like uh, Roger Federer shoes, and then for basketball I. I always wore Kobe's. Um, rest in peace, by the way. We haven't even um, talked about the whole topic, by the way. Rest in peace to a legend. Like, seriously. Like, I only wore Kobe's when I played basketball growing up. And, like, really a huge inspiration to me. So, yeah. But, anyway. Yeah, like, I feel like I've always been interested in shoes. Like, I've always been into fashion. Like, not necessarily, like, streetwear. Like, kind of, like, where I grew up wasn't the, like, the most fashion-forward place. Um, we just kind of grew up wearing Vans and Converse. But... Uh, I was always interested in shoes, and I never really uh, knew it. Kanye was kind of like the reason why I got into shoes at all, because um, I was a diehard fan, still am. And basically, like, whenever I saw him wearing some, like, crazy, like, Jordans, like, back in, back in the day when he was wearing Nikes and Louis Vuitton shoes and stuff like that, I'd always, like, try to get something that looked similar because I couldn't I couldn't afford the, the real deal <laughs> back then. And... Um, like, it was funny. One year, um, there was, like, this uh, Court Ballistic, which was, like, a, a tennis shoe, like, Rafael Nadal's signature shoe. And it was black and pink. So, it had, like, I think it had, like, a pink swoosh. I can't remember. But I just remember, like, wearing them to school because I thought they were so sick. I'm like, yeah, these kind of look like the uh, Yeezy Blinks. And, uh, but, yeah, it, it's it's funny because... I never, it never really clicked in my head that I was like really a sneakerhead and into sneakers until uh, in 2015, which actually kind of segues into this this uh, next question by uh, Joshi. He said, "What was the first hyped shoe you brought?" Uh, I think I think it was supposed to say bought, but uh, the, the first hyped shoe I bought was a um, Yeezy 350 Pirate Black. Well, that was the first authentic sneaker, uh, hyped sneaker that I bought, and uh, actually before that, I I had. Tech, ah, they weren't really that hyped, so I won't even mention that. But so, yeah, I had the, I had the Pirate Blacks, and ever since then, I was like, "Yo, like this is actually crazy. It's a whole culture in itself." But before before I bought the Pirate Blacks, like I was starting to get into the culture and like seeing like why everything was so expensive, and obviously I was like following and trying to get all the Yeezys. I struck out on the Turtle Doves and the Seven Fifties. Um, so, yeah, that, that's that's kind of how it all started. It's interesting. Um, this is an interesting question. Connor Seven Jag asked, "What are the most expensive shoes in the world?" Now, if we're talking shoes, shoes, I'm pretty sure it's like a pair of. I think it's a. I think Nick Cannon bought them. I think it's like Tom Ford loafers with like diamonds all over them. But I, I know I could be wrong. But I'm pretty sure they're like two million dollars or something crazy like that. But if we're gonna talk about sneakers, I would say the most expensive sneaker on the market right now. I, that that's a really tough question because it just depends on how much someone wants to spend on certain shoes. I, I would say that the market really dictates like what shoes are hot. Like obviously, like Yeezys were like the the, the biggest thing um, for the longest time, and then three fifty prices kind of dropped a little bit, and like Travis came around, and then Virgil with the off white collection stuff like that. But I would say that trends are really important too. Like SBs right now are probably the the hottest. You know, like when Travis Travis just dropped his SBs a couple days ago and literally went crazy. I thought that the prices were gonna kind of drop like post release, but they're they've been pretty strong, like chilling at a thousand, eleven hundred dollars, because they were really hard to get. They only came out in some like skate shops. They didn't come out on sneakers, so it was like really not easy to get. But it was kind of like an OG release, which was cool, which a lot of people I think liked a lot. Um, when 
you know, sneakers only came out in stores and like very limited online or whatever. But I would say that SBs are kind of like, they're like the wave right now. Everyone's, everyone's rocking SBs, like trying to be a skateboarder. You know, I'm a total poser cause I wear SBs too. But, um, uh, I would say that it's really hard to put a, put a, like, like put one shoe as the most expensive sneaker in the world. But I, I would say up there is probably like a Flom, uh, Flom Nike SB, friends and family, um, Futura. I think there's only like 24 pairs of those in existence. Uh, I just heard recently of a pair selling for like mid five figures, which is crazy. Um, Paris SBs, they're going for like 50, that 50, $55,000 right now. Uh, what else? I mean, like there's, there's all kinds of crazy stuff. Like Freddy Krueger's are going for like 30 grand. Um, Yellow lobsters. I think there's only like 20 pairs of those too. I, I don't know the exact numbers, but yeah, I mean, there's some shoes that are like crazy, crazy expensive just on their own. And then there's certain shoes that um, that are really expensive because of the cultural significance. Like for example, uh, at Project Blitz, like we have a pair of uh, Space Jam 11s that Michael Jordan actually wore in the movie, and there's only two worn pairs, and uh, I don't know where the other one is, but we have one of them, and that one we've gotten offers for like three hundred thousand plus. So. But at the same time, like if that wasn't worn by Michael, obviously it wouldn't be worth as much. So it just depends on what you mean. Like what's the most expensive sneaker? Like, yeah, obviously that's a sneaker, but it's also a movie prop. It's also worn by one of the most famous athletes of all time. So th- that's a really hard question to answer. But um, Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. 
When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. How do you feel about the Supreme Air Force One? So that actually comes out on Thursday. And I actually, it's funny because I've wanted to get an all-white pair of um, Air Forces. I didn't want to get like the plain ones. So I kind of like... Wanted to get something a little bit different. Like, I have a pair of Rockefeller um, Air Force Ones, the white ones. Um, I, I wear those a lot. And I like those because they're, like, white Air Force Ones, but at the same time, they're, like, they have a little bit of, like, flavor sprinkled on there, you know? So, I, you know, I, I think that the design was super lazy. I think they could have done a lot better. Like, one of my favorite um, Air Forces that Supreme did was the one with the CDG with, like, the eyes all over it. Like, so fire. That's, like, that is probably, like, one of my favorite Air Force Ones in existence. But I don't know. It, it was a lazy design for sure. But at the end of the day, you know, it's still Supreme. It's still going to sell out. It's a cool shoe. I mean, I'm going to buy a pair. I'm not going to lie. So let's move on. My all-time favorite shoe. Ah, I always get this question. And it's the Red Octobers. I love the Red Octobers. What's your top three favorite Kanye songs? That, <sighs> wow, we're going to be here for a minute. Well, I would say just because of... I don't know. I've never really been asked about the songs, more so the albums, because I feel like that's a little bit easier. But I would say Good Life is for sure up there. That's like one of the first songs I ever heard by Kanye when I was a kid. Um, Jesus Walks is one of my favorite songs. Hey Mama is one of my favorite songs. Family Business. I I wouldn't be able to name top three favorite songs. I I wouldn't be able to do it. It's just, there's just so, man. Wow, that is really hard. I won't be, I can't do that. So we're going to have to move on from that one. (laughs) Uh, But in terms of like top three favorite Kanye albums, I would say in no particular order, my favorite albums were uh, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, um, College Dropout, and Late Registration. That that makes it a little bit easier. But yeah, songs, I can't do that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. Oh, oh, by the way, um, that was from Chance D426. Thank you for asking that question, Chance. Um, Next question is from Aiden G. KB, what is your reaction when you see fakes in public? By the way, huge fan, Illy Bro. First of all, love you too. Thank you for always uh, supporting. And um, when I, my reaction when I see fakes in public is, I, I'm gonna like make it really easy for you guys. It's this, absolutely nothing. <laughs> like I, I don't say anything to anyone in public. That's just rude um, and outright just wrong. Um, when I see something super fake, I just, in my head, I'm like, oh my God, like, geez, like, that's crazy. Um, it was funny because yesterday I, I flew back from New York uh, to LA. And when I was on the plane, um, I saw a dude with a fake fragment Louis Vuitton duffel bag. And it was so fake. And in my head, I was just thinking, I was like, I was like, 
Okay, maybe get a fake Louis Vuitton duffel bag, but to get a fake fragment Louis Vuitton duffel bag, for, for you guys that don't know, fragment is like, it's a Japanese design, essentially, so they did a collab with Louis Vuitton. It, it's a really cool um, bag, if you guys want to look it up, it's like their uh, keep-all duffel. If you search Louis Vuitton fragment keep-all, um, it'll show up. So he had a fake one of those, and the way that I knew, I mean, I I, I could just tell right off the, off the rip just because of the colors, but... I mean, like, there was, like, threads hanging off of it, and it was bad. And then, also, um, he actually ended up sitting next to me on the flight. Really nice guy. Super nice. Um, but he was wearing an extremely fake Rolex Presidential. And I was just like, I don't understand. Like, the fake Louis bag and the fake watch, like, I don't know. I don't know if he was, tr- it just seemed like he was trying too hard. But obviously, I didn't say anything. I, I, I didn't care, like, at all. Like, I don't care what other people wear. It's just funny when celebrities wear fake stuff and they try to pretend like it's real. <laughs> Let's move on. It's Moon Broski asked me, what's your favorite YouTubers? That's a great question. I would say the ones that I really watch the most, um, H3H3 Productions. Love, love H3H3. I'm a goofster. I'm a gaffster. I'm a memester. And um, but I've, been, I've been watching them since the OG days. It, it's, it's cool. Um, it's funny because Ethan actually reached out to me a long time ago to come on his podcast. It never happened, but I know he's super busy, so I never really, I didn't get like offended or anything, but uh, I would love to link up with him. Maybe we should invite him on this podcast and love to have a conversation with that guy. He's such a funny guy. Like I've been like an OG supporter. They're so awesome. Um, so I would say that's one of them. Um, PewDiePie. Come on guys. We need Pootie. Um, and I would say who else? Huh. Those are for sure up there. And then, I mean, th- there's so many. Like, I, I love I love watching Mr. Beast's content. I think he's great. I think what he's doing for um, the platform is amazing. Obviously, growing up, I always watched uh, a lot of Casey Neistat, which was, he's great. Oh, really cool guy. Um, talked to him a few times. And who else? Who else is cool? I don't know. That's a tough question, too. But I would say for sure, for sure, H3H3. I love Cody Ko. Oh, that's another guy who I really enjoy watching. Cody Ko. That guy's hilarious. I would love to have him on the podcast, too. I actually haven't met him. I sat behind him on a plane once, but I didn't say anything. I should have probably said something. But, uh, I mean, I I think he's getting into sneakers now, so maybe I could uh, hit him up to come on the podcast and kind of talk about maybe what kind of sneakers he's into because I've been seeing him wear, like, off-white blazers, and I think he wore Sakai's one time, but... Yeah, so, uh, moving on. Here's another question. Oh, again, from our, our boy Chance. I guess he asked, like, two in a row. Can you make the podcast longer, like, consistently, an hour-ish long? Um, I could. I could. I, I mean, most of the most of my podcasts with, um, when I have guests on the show, are an hour to, like, an hour and a half, typically. But uh, when it's a solo episode, it's kind of hard to just talk to yourself for an hour. Like, I'm literally just sitting in front of a microphone right now talking to myself as um, my friend Juan is looking in the other direction. And, but I'm still, I'm still talking to myself. So it's very odd, but I'll, I'll try to make it as long as I can. I think that this, um, I think that this one it's going to be a little bit longer because there's a lot of questions. I'm not going to be able to get to all of them, guys. So if you did send me a question, I, I still love you, but I, I apologize. I'm not going to be able to get through all of them. There's literally thousands. So, um, but I appreciate you guys either way. So let's see. Next one. Um, official Adal asked me, are you going to upload more this year? 
Yes. Yes, I am. I have a comeback video that's going to be dropping this weekend. I just wanted to make it perfect for you guys. So that's going to be dropping um, most likely this weekend. I can't promise anything because you guys know me. But as soon as that comes out, I'm going to be like balls to the wall, posting twice, three times a week. That was a really weird saying. I don't think I've ever said that. I don't know why I just said that. But anyway, I think it's going to be like two to three times a week. Um, well, I'm going to start once, but I really want to get to two, two to three times a week. Um, because you know, I've been, I've been really, I've really been slacking. I really need to start posting more on YouTube. I miss it. I really do. Like I, I had to take a break and now I feel so much better, but definitely, um, it's coming in the near future. So look out for that. Okay. So next question, um, I, I have is from, uh, it's Becky Marion. What's up, Becky? How's life going? You know, life is good. Uh, got red bottoms on. If you understood that reference, uh, love you. Um, next one is from Bat Track. How tall are you? I'm six foot one. I know. Uh, it's, it's funny because a lot of people, when they meet me at like sneaker con or like in public or whatever, they're just like, dude, you're so tall. And I'm like, I'm like yeah, I, I didn't know that six foot one is that tall, but uh, I guess people in, have never seen my legs. And um, so they just assumed that I, I was four feet tall. But I am four feet tall, actually. I'm lying. But yeah, no, I'm just kidding. I'm six foot one. How many people have blocked you? That's funny. Um, that's from Emilio. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Too many to count, bro. I wouldn't be able to even fathom how many people there um, <laughs> have blocked me. How many Yeezys do you have and what is your favorite one? I don't know how many Yeezys I have. I, I have no idea. I have too, like way too many. But... Out of the Adidas Yeezys, I'd say my favorite is the Pirate Black. Out of the Nike Yeezys, I'd say it's the Red October. Next question is from That Asian Boy. If you didn't become Yeezy Buster, where slash what do you think you would be right now? That's a great question. I was in med school, so I would actually be almost done. And I would probably be starting residency soon. So um, another five years of uh, crazy hours and studying and yeah so yeah i probably would have ended up finishing med school and uh, going through with that but yeah that's probably where i would be honestly next question is from ali pit tokyo i'm sorry if i said that wrong he said uh what is your favorite travis scott sneaker huh that's tough I, w I would say my favorite is is between the jordan one low and uh the sbs I really like the SBs. I think the the Paisley on them and like the I I, I just really like the SBs. I would I would say those are probably it's between those or the um the Jordan One Lows. Now next question is from Jim. He asked me, ever felt the need to change your name? Low key, I'm gonna tell you guys a story and I hope I don't get in trouble for this. But basically I had the username at Busta. I got it from someone who previously had owned it, and that was going to be the big reveal. I was going to change my username to, to Busta. I had it ready to go. One of my homies from Facebook was going to fix it for me and uh, make the change because I guess like if I tried to make the change on my, on my own, I would lose uh, both usernames. So literally the day before the change was about to happen, Instagram like deleted thousands and thousands of accounts. I guess the person who I got Busta from got it in a way in which wasn't according to the terms and conditions or whatever. So I got that uh, 
username taken away and it's gone forever and I'll never be able to get it back. So now I don't really know what to change it to. So I just kind of stuck with Easy Busta. But Busta would have been cool. Like, you know, that's that was kind of like the next move. But Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new natural hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the natural hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the natural hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulges your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, snag a job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Next question is from Junior Torres. He asked me, what is the best Jordan 1 in your opinion? I would say the best Jordan 1, in my opinion, would be... I don't know. My, my favorite is the band 1s. You know, those are my favorites. I have uh, my pair from 2016. I kind of want to get a little bit more of an OG pair, but 2016 leather is phenomenal. One of my favorite shoes. Beat them to death. Um, shout out my boy Tony for hooking me up back in the day. Next question. What is a good number of shoes to own at one time? So Jonah Williams asked me that. That is such an odd question. I mean, I think that one athletic shoe that you can wear every day and then one kind of like more fancy shoe that you can wear if you have like a meeting or something. 
Next question. Did your parents try to always keep you laced up with uh, fresh sneakers growing up? <laughs> hi, mom. I know you're listening to this. And uh, hi, dad. I know you're listening to this, too. <laughs> In a way, yes. Definitely not the fresh, freshest, like, Jordans and stuff, but um, they always tried their best to get me something that looked nice. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, like I said, growing up, I was always into fashion. We didn't... We didn't have like crazy amounts of money to be spending on like shoes uh, every week, obviously. But um, it was funny. I'll tell you guys a story. In middle school, I wanted to wear Vans so bad, so bad. Like every, all the other kids were wearing Vans, and I wanted to wear um, I wanted to wear Vans. And my mom refused. She would not let me wear Vans for any reason ever. <laughs> and it was actually funny because uh, one of my friends actually gave me a pair of his Vans that he never wore. I wore them once to school. And then when I came home, my mom saw them and she threw them away. <laughs> and, uh, so yeah, uh, definitely it was never in like the freshest pair of vans growing up. But once I actually started, uh, making money, I started buying my own vans and I was like, hi, see mom. Ha, I don't need you to buy me shoes anymore. But yeah, it was funny. Next question is from Rahim. He said, how do you wear masks all day? I don't. A lot of people think I wear masks 24-7. They think I sleep in masks. They think I take showers in masks. I don't. I only wear those uh, when I'm at events or when I'm recording. Ben Estrada asked me, what was your earliest sneaker memory besides the Pirate Blacks? I would say my earliest sneaker memory is the Red Octobers. So a lot of people were trying to clown me on the internet saying that, oh, you camped outside for Red Octobers? Like, they didn't, they didn't even come out in stores. I'm like, dude, I know. At my local Foot Locker, they had a piece of paper taped to the window that said, Red October is dropping on this date or whatever. Um, don't start lining up until this date. And then the whole thing with uh, Kanye and Nike went down, and then um, they didn't end up coming out. So I totally missed out. I, I At the time, I didn't really know about like Nike Talk or any forums or anything on how to like you know, people talking about how to get them or where to get them. But I guess, I mean, the Red October was like a shock drop anyway. So, um, but that was like, I guess my earliest hype sneaker memory. <laughs> this is a funny question from L Lukic. Um, who's most, who's the most famous man slash woman in your contact list? Ooh, <sighs> things are about to get spicy. No, I'm just kidding. I would, I, I can't answer that. <laughs> Uh, being in being in the industry and around like sneakers, I've, we've gotten a chance to meet a lot of cool people, but I don't want to name drop like that. Next question, um, Ad Hiver, I, I I don't know how to pronounce your username, bro. And he said, "Is it true that you can identify a sneaker with the smell?" Yes, you totally can. And I don't know if you're referring to fake versus real, but yes, absolutely, you can identify them by the smell. Or if you're just saying like, "Oh, a Jordan versus a." Uh, a Yeezy or whatever and in those cases you pretty much can because of the materials, but but yeah, you can absolutely distinguish them This is an interesting question from um, DJ DJ Why do you feel that clothes such as champion that were once sold at Walmart are now high fashion? It's interesting because um, I never really was into champion. I still I'm, I still I'm not uh, I really like their basic stuff like just like their plain sweatpants. They're really nice but I, you, I don't really wear things that have like champion logos on them or anything. But it's interesting how you know fashion works. Like one day it's a three dollar t shirt at Walmart, and the next day so and so is wearing it, and all of a sudden it's hot again. I mean that's just kind of how it works, you know. Next question is from Weinstein Wallacher. 
He said, what is happiness for you? Now, this is a very deep question. I think happiness is just finding what you love and being around the people you love and doing what you love. Now, obviously, you can't be happy 24-7, but you can always have a positive attitude to try and be happy as much as you can. Uh, obviously, life comes and smacks you in the face sometimes, but I think happiness is just doing what you love and being around the people you love. I mean, that, that that's that, that's what it is for me, at least. So, yeah, I'm very happy, if you were asking. <laughs> James Tran asked me, somebody said that Boost is dead. What do you think of that? I wouldn't disagree. Um, in terms of resale, pretty much. But in terms of the general market, I see so many people wearing Yeezys and so many people wearing NMDs and so many people wearing Ultra Boost. Like, they're comfortable shoes. They're great. They're honestly great shoes. But in terms of resale, yeah, it is dead. I mean, yeah. I mean, the, the, the hype train just kind of died, you know? Like, they just released way too many and... It just wasn't, uh, it wasn't the best move, in my opinion, from Adidas. But yeah, technically, it is quote-unquote dead. I'm going to answer uh, a couple more questions here because there's just so many. I didn't even like scroll to the bottom yet. This is a good question from Jack Brandt. How did you start making enough money to buy more expensive shoes? Now, this is the thing. I had a job at Starbucks. I worked there for two years. Saved up a bunch of money. Ended up buying my first pair of Pirate Blacks. Ended up, obviously, um, starting Easy Busta. Um... You know, I I made merch. I was grinding, obviously. Like, I, I was in school at the time, too, so I uh, had to quit my job. But, I mean, dude, like, I, I think that the better answer would be would be to tell you that, obviously, there's no right or wrong. Like, if you, if you want to buy your dream shoes or, like, expensive sneakers, if you have $1,000 in your bank account, don't buy a $1,000 shoe. Work up to it. You know, just if you really love sneakers, and you have a thousand dollars in your bank account. You, if you want to buy a pair of two hundred dollar Jordans, start with that, and then maybe start. If you want to do reselling, then start. You know, buying and flipping because sometimes, like if, if you think about it, if you have a thousand dollars and you spend two hundred dollars on each shoe and you can sell them for two fifty, you can buy five pairs of shoes at two hundred dollars a pop for a thousand dollars, correct? And then you sell five pairs for. 1250 So then you made a $250 profit. So basically your pair would end up being free if you wanted to keep one, and then you get 50 bucks on top of that. Or you use that money and you buy something else. So um, there's so many different ways, like reselling, obviously staying in school, obviously getting, uh, getting your degree, working a job, or grinding. And There's so many different ways. It's, 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 there's no right or wrong answer, and there's no set... There's no one individual path that like everyone can follow to make money. But I would say that the best advice I could give you guys is just just, you know, stay in school and work work hard and if you end up starting your own business or doing something that doesn't require school, then I say go for it. But I never want to discourage uh, you guys from going to school because it's, it's very important. It opens up a lot of doors for you. It opened up a lot of doors for me too. I don't think I would be where I am today if I didn't um, go to school. Okay, so last question. Where where have you been in the past month or so? <laughs> I have been nowhere but everywhere at the same time. Uh, I've been really busy. I've been doing a lot of things behind the scenes, working on a lot of really cool projects. I'm really excited to kind of bring them to light and make it uh, more public. Um, obviously, the podcast has been a huge thing. Um, I really appreciate you guys. If you guys are listening to this and gotten this far, like I love you so much. Like, you guys have no idea. And um, I've been 
setting myself up for success. And I'm so excited to introduce everything new and really get things going again. Like I'm so excited to get back on um, social media and like full force. Like I'm really, really excited. And you know, back in the day, I, back in the day, I used to post every single day on Instagram. I used to post like at least once a week on YouTube. I want, I want to get back to that point. So I always appreciate you guys. Um, but by the way, thank you, uh, Hector, for asking me that question. But let's get back into it, boys. Thank you so much. Uh, for listening, guys, I really appreciate you guys, like as always, um, really appreciate you guys for always supporting me. And um, yeah, like I said, if you guys got this far, I love you. I hope you guys have a great day. I hope you guys have a great Wednesday because this is going to come out on a Wednesday. And I'm going to catch you guys next time on Legit Check. Peace. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.